On this week's episode of Walking with Snakes, we join great adventurer AJ down in the southern swamps of eastern Georgia, the southern swamps of eastern Georgia, and check in on his progress as he makes his way through the southeastern swamps of Georgia. Good day, mate. Happy to be here. <laughs> didn't of all things, I don't know why. I didn't expect that. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be wrangling us some snakes today. Hope y'all are excited. Got some fine fine content for you today. I'm sorry to all my Australian friends o- out there. Officially, the best show on NPR. <laughs> as of this moment holy shit i love it i love it oh you know we can't we can't do better than that i say we start this show let's do this oh my god This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live for your viewing pleasure, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, because, you know, that's what we're here for, your viewing pleasure. We also do it over on podcast services of your choice. Uh, that's right, for your oral pleasure. My name is Brian Powell from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and gentlemen over here uh, in, this, in the far southern eastern swamps of Georgia. It's AJ from the underground PSVR underground what is up brian what is up game cats happy monday and i know that mondays usually suck but we are here brian with one purpose and one purpose alone and that is to ensure their monday sucks just a little bit less and and how are we how are we going to do that aj um, do we have some sort of amazing power in our arsenal? No. no. We're going to talk about this little thing called PSVR 2 that we know and love. And I've been playing for like over a month now straight and been having a grand old time. Nice. But yeah, the story doesn't end there, Brian. Ooh, I like when the story continues. Because this was only launch. We've got a whole five, six years ahead of us. So <laughs> today we're going to be answering the question of what is your comes next. <laughs> I know I couldn't, I almost said that. Yeah. How could you not? How could you not? <clears throat> uh, guys, thanks everybody out here, out there in the chat, hanging out and, uh, and having fun as always. Thank you, uh, AJ for being here. Um, it's been, it's been quite the, it's been quite the few days, man. Finally get that last worker review done. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm knee deep in, in Creed Rise to Glory Championship Edition, which I gotta say, I think is, uh, taking the second place, uh, for the longest PSVR2 title that we have, uh, right after The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution. Um, I don't know if Creed Rise to Glory Championship Edition, yeah. how close that comes Did- to second place. I don't know if you put this together or not, but it's, it's, The Walking Dead is even better because it's, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter Two Retribution Payback Edition. Oh, <laughs> there, so like, there yeah, is that. they're like, there is some like, there's something going on here where like all these teams are like, there must be some inside joke about like you know Street Fighter or something, and they're all trying to one up each other and just compete for the longest title that they can get away with. Here. Right, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter Two Retribution and Knuckles. 
<laughs> that what's coming next? Ex two plus <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, there's gonna be some. It's gonna be some SEO shit, right? Like, <laughs> in order to make sure that your game pops up whenever anyone types in anything, you just put as many words as possible into it in search engine optimization. It's like it's like, oh, you want you wanted a VR game? Well, we, boy, do we have a VR game for you? It ticks all of your boxes. Oh man, uh, dude, we're not gonna do. I, I got a quick apology to everybody out there. We're not gonna do uh, any GameCat name changes today, just because it's been one hell of a day. Um, <clears throat> we almost didn't. We almost didn't do a Gamescast today, so just I'm just happy to be here at all. Um, but uh, and the Patreon scroll hasn't been updated, and so all sorts of shit hasn't been done uh, in order for me to be able to do this Creed review and get it out on time, uh, and actually maybe get to sleep at a decent time tonight. Um, but we'll see how that goes. AJ, it's been all of five days since the last time I saw you. You were you were here on Wednesday's show. What have you been doing since then? Oh man. Um <clears throat> well, been doing a lot of different things. I mean, obviously I hang out in the Discord a lot, so you know, you've been we've been talking a whole bunch uh in Discord, hanging out with the cats. I watched <laughs> I watched WrestleMania with the cats last night. Oh, and dude, I, was, like, I heard about that. I heard it was like, was, like insane. Yeah. And I was like torturing Julia the entire time. She's like, are you really watching WrestleMania? I was like, yes, I'm with my friends having a great time. I'm sorry. It must be done. I got so sucked into it. But actually, I was working on some videos that I'm working on, uh, which we talked about a little bit. Um, and yeah, I've been I've been working on some more just like edited videos, as you know. To make content like that, it takes hours upon <laughs> hours upon hours of just sitting at the computer and doing stuff. But I've also been playing a shit ton of games and got to play. Um, I've played almost every game that I own at this point to some degree. Um, and that has something to do with my next video that I'm working on. Ooh, I'm in suspense. Guys, if you don't already subscribe to AJ over at PSVR Underground, click the link in the description. Join uh Enjoy and subscribe to his channel over there. Um, also, as you mentioned, we hang out on Discord way too much. Uh, so make sure you click the link in the description below. Join us over on Discord. It's free to join. Come hang out. Shoot the shit. It's a good time. Um, yeah, man, it is, uh, it, it is, it is a time sink for sure. Uh, but also, but also a really, really good time. It's where I spend like my entire day these days. Um, oh, in the link, you know what? You don't have to go to the description. Brody's got us taken care of in the chat over here. He's got the link to the Discord right there. Um, dude, I played Ragnarok for the first time yesterday. Like first time ever. Like I didn't play it. I didn't play it on Quest. Uh, and then they sent me a key over for for the PSVR two version, and uh, and, I, and I finally played Ragnarok. Um, I don't. I only played four songs, and I did play it in multiplayer with like three or four other people. Um, maybe I'm missing something. It doesn't seem as exciting or as much fun as I expected it to be. Everyone said how, how much fun, how great it was, and I, and I don't, I don't see the appeal. At least not immediately. Am I missing something? I don't know. I think maybe if you spend enough time with it, maybe get to the more difficult levels or the higher difficulty, and then um, <clears throat> play with friends. People have been talking about like you know they like the multiplayer a bunch, but you know. I came out and said this a while back and uh, I got fucking 
I got ridiculed for, for it and stuff. Oh, because, for real? So like, I, I shouldn't talk about this then? Is that the yeah, first rule? Yeah, no, you just pissed off a lot of people, okay. and they are going to uh, – you'll hear about it later. They're like, ah, you, know, you, just, you just don't get it. Um, no, because, like, yeah, there was a lot of excitement. <laughs> you don't get it. There's four <laughs> drums to beat. You just yeah, don't get it. actually – to be honest with you, um, yeah, I I wasn't really feeling it either, and um, but I don't. I try not to judge games too much until you know. If so many people really like it, there's got to be something about it, right? So I got to spend more time with it before I'm comfortable forming a full opinion on it. Sure, I think I've only played it for like thirty minutes to an hour at most. But I'll tell you what what rhythm game surprised me that I have been playing a shit ton of, oh boy. and that is drums rock man dude (laughs) yes i have been seriously really really enjoying that game uh and i i was you know pretty surprised by it um but yeah i've been having a blast with it i just think it's a a really well-designed game the haptics hitting the drum set feel really good um and you know it's got great rock and roll tunes and it's just fun man like you know it, it, I, I think it's uh, I think it's a pretty great game. Um, I'm having a blast with it. I mean, okay. I mean, I've got to say I'm intrigued, right? I, the number of times people have been like, "Dude, I shouldn't like drums rock, but it's really good." I'm having way more fun with drums rock than I should. It, it seems like people always bring it up as a guilty pleasure type game. Uh, yeah, and, and I've told you well, because you look at it and it looks. <laughs> it's easy to at first glance think of it as like, oh, it looks like a cheap mobile game by a really small team it and sure you know, does bare, <laughs> and bare bones and stuff no yeah. it's it's actually pretty fleshed out and pretty polished um and is awesome okay i mean it's good to hear so uh so here's the thing i mean i obviously would have bought ragnarok and i obviously would have bought drums rock just because i need to cover everything psvr2 um but the developers were super nice uh even though i hadn't gotten back to them uh the ragnarok guys I uh, hadn't, they, they, they contacted me before launch. I didn't get back to them until like literally yesterday. They sent me a key. Very nice of them. Same with drums rock. I finally got back to them. They sent me a key. Very nice of them. Uh, so I'm going to be checking out all of these games, uh, you know, to much further extents. Um, and, and, and I think you're right. Uh, sirens on my end. I think you're right, AJ. I think that, uh, when I played pistol whip for the first time, I was like, what's everybody fucking up in arms about with this game? It's, it's not exciting. It's, it's not even, like where's the, where's that addictive game loop? It's way too easy. The sirens are getting really loud. Um, and the same thing happened with Attica. It was both of those games. Once I get to some harder difficulties, once I got really good at them in order to get to harder difficulties and I was doing all sorts of crazy shit, um, that's when that addictive gameplay loop really kicked in for me. And I, and I felt it, you know, I was <clears> like, <throat> I feel badass playing this, these games. And so that's what I'm hoping happens with Ragnarok. And, and, and I'm, and I'm excited to check out Drums Rock, man. Like, only because of the recommendations from everyone. Like, I should be the guy out there being like, hey, I played Drums Rock. You guys should check it out. But instead, uh, luckily, there was a demo, which allowed everyone to check it out. And uh, and everyone's been telling me, Brian, don't fucking sleep on this game. I'm like, all right, cool. I won't sleep on it. Yeah, a lot of rhythm games can start out kind of simple. And I don't know, but I, I felt like um, Drums Rock was fun right away. Ragnarok was more like, Okay, I see the potential as I started to crank up the difficulty, but I wasn't good enough to play yet. Like, I wasn't used to it enough yet um, <clears throat> to hang with it. I felt like Drums Rock is fun right off the bat and uh, and just gets better. Like, 
uh, and, and like just gets better as, as you get better at it. Um, similar to like a, like a beat saber, which is like, you know, that game is fun right away. Yeah. Um, and then it gets like insane as the difficulty gets higher. Yeah. It's, it's hard not to like beat saber right away. Um, so, uh, I yeah. mean, who doesn't want to swing lightsabers in VR? Uh, and I'm, I'm so curious, dude, I know this, this is totally off topic, but I'm so curious what yeah. they're doing <laughs> with the PSVR two version of that. Um, <clears throat> obviously still in development. Somebody tagged me on Twitter being like, Hey, I got a response from the Beat Saber team about the PSVR two version. It was literally like, Hey, we're working on it. And it's like, all right, cool. Uh, but man, I, you got to wonder how much they're going to take advantage of the adaptive triggers and especially the haptics in the sense controllers. Cause there's so much they could do with that. Right. Just like swinging the lightsaber to begin with should, should, should have this epic like tales from the galaxy's edge boom, boom, feeling in, in the controller. And then, and then, and then give us that special feeling when we slice through the blocks, uh, when it would do the change, the chains, the blocks that are in pieces, right. You know, like as yeah. we go through them, that, I mean, yeah. that could renew to my love that, of like, saber right there. Yeah. 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 I do love the, the haptics and stuff when it's used right. The thing is, man, we just, you never know. We never know until we play it because there's so many games <laughs> that we expected to be like, Oh, these are going to take full advantage of the haptics. These are going to feel amazing. Yeah. And then they, you know, don't. kind of feel like a little underwhelming. And then the games you don't expect are like, oh my god, like that. These really took advantage of the features uh, to the fullest, and they are amazing. So that's that's the fun, fun uh, mystery behind it all. Is like you never know what's going to end up being amazing and what's going to end up just being like meh. Yeah. And that brings us to our first tip uh, from Andrew Bailey. Uh, with and the, stuff and stuff with the two quid uh, he says call the mountain i got the platinum after beating the bow challenge um okay in all fairness i haven't been back to call the mountain since i've finished the review unfortunately i, I have to say that about every game i've reviewed so far uh gran turismo should be something i'm jumping into gran turismo should be the first thing i do every day when i get out of bed be like hop, <laughs> yeah. in, hop into my racing rig and, and go okay here we go i just gotta blast through you know a few uh a few challenges in order to get my dailies and, and get my lottery ticket and hopefully blah 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 the whole thing uh haven't done that since the day i published my review uh, i've just been too damn busy um i have not finished the bow challenge called mountain obviously have not platinumed it either uh <clears throat> where are you at with this uh, um, well, to be honest with you, <laughs> I haven't even finished, uh, call of the mountain just yet. I know I'm really far into it. Um, it's kind of turned out to what I was like, uh, not hoping for. Like, so I like it and I think it does some great things, but be honest with you i keep trying to go back and finish it and i just get kind of bored like i know that sounds crazy i'm uh, you know if you want to bring your bust out the pitchforks and and torches on me that's fine i got a band hammer um, right here for you baby it's Big it's just hammer. one one guy's opinion but <laughs> i i've been having to kind of force myself through it because i don't know man it's just not doing it for me i think it is a wonderful showcase um title but it's not this like crazy addicting game loop like several other games have been providing for me sure i don't know sure i mean it's it's wildly different than we thought it was going to be right i mean like you no matter what you think of call of the mountain whether you think it's fantastic whether you think it's mid 
whatever. It's not the game we thought it was going to be. There, it, it is more climbing than anything else. Right? There, there are no casual combat sections. There's no, there's no, there, there's no watchers just hanging out, and, and you get to like kind of kill them as you as you get as you go by them. Every everything is an epic moment. Uh, is it, it? There's so many different things they could have done uh, to kind of appease everybody, but and it makes me wonder. I'm like. Was there a reason for this gameplay decision to, to focus so much on the climbing? Um, and, and I, and I really, really think, uh, as much as I found it interesting and terrifying because I'm so scared of heights, was it done because they were so scared of giving people a bundled game with just straight on full locomotion and they didn't want to make people sick their first outing on PSVR 2, right? I don't know. I just, it's to me this is a prime example of why I like hybrid games so much because um and this is like the cardinal sin to me of VR games where they focus so much on the features and the tech that it sacrifices or compromises a lot of just a great game um like you have to to, to me like I'm a gamer first and foremost I love tech I obviously I love the technology and stuff but but I love great games and VR as a medium brings a new medium to experience uh, these games with, which is what makes it so exciting for me. I get to play games in new ways and, and uh, find new gameplay elements that I've never experienced before. Um, and this is just a heavy focus on, you know, what it does. And I think it, it hold it, it kind of is limited to a certain uh, amount of stuff that just, once the wow, the initial wow factor wears off, it's it just doesn't, you know, visually it's amazing. It's incredible visually. Um, so at least at least it's got that keeping me. But but gameplay wise, it just the something with the pacing, I think, is just really slow and <laughs> makes it hard for me to want to just jump back all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. It's so I'm so curious about about the development of this game and if there were other plans or if this was always the concept all along or, or what the deal was. Um, but uh, regardless of what you think of Call of the Mountain, uh, there was a huge update that just dropped for it, and I'm going to bring up that screen right here somewhere. I don't know, man. Like, where's a producer when you need one? We definitely need one. Um, all right. And here, you know, and before we do this, uh, let's let's give a shout out to Subtle Eel with a ten dollar tip. Uh, didn't say anything, but if you have anything to say, Subtle Eel, uh, I will try to keep an eye out. <laughs> I love that name, Subtle Eel. Yeah, Subtle Eel. Uh, Scott just like Thorpe it. with the five quid says also get the call of the mountain platinum forty five minutes before the show. Assault course was my final, so frustrate so frustrating, but got it by a second. Finally, personally loved the game. Yeah, I did like the challenge stuff. I need to switch it to the uh, the manual, like running and walking stuff for the challenges, though. I wanted to go back and do that because it's just a little bit more unique and weird. I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I it would be really nice if they added more challenge sections in. Uh, obviously, we're about to talk about uh, the 1.04 update that just happened, uh, but mm -hmm. it wasn't really content, right? It was it was mostly you know bug fixes and whatever else. Um, I would really, really appreciate like some content updates. The, the level select screen alone shows that it's like, okay, well, they've divided this thing up. They certainly, if they've divided it up this way, they could divide, they could certainly add extra 
places to visit uh, in in more DLC or whatever. Uh, Loop of the Underground Game Cat with the five euros says Retribution focuses on tech without compromising gameplay. It's true, man. It's true. Uh, Skydance Sky is in a very unique spot right now where they're not only giving us a fantastic game, but they're also uh, delivering amazing PSVR 2 uh, caliber games with fantastic gameplay as well. Dude, they just get it, man. And that's the thing that I love about them. You know, they all have like a gaming background. They all come from like Activision and all sorts of places. So they know what makes a game fun. They know what, how they understand like addicting game loops and stuff. But holy crap, they are just on a league, in a league of their own when it comes to nailing like the balance between gameplay and then like VR AF mechanics and, you know, their physics and their interactions and stuff. It's just like totally in a league of its own. Retribution is so good. Yeah. Uh, you get to tackle the next tip, man. We got a $10 from you got cold yogurt. That's what he was waiting for. God, he says, let AJ say my name. <laughs> I felt good, man. Every time you say that, say his name, you're like, uh, like I do get a little sad. I'm like, oh, he should have let me say it. So yeah. try to keep that in mind in the future. Yeah. You're also, you're also not on every show, um, which yeah, every, every time you got cold yogurt, <laughs> I'm about the ones I was on, <laughs> I do, I do feel bad. Uh, I do feel bad every time I don't say his name properly or, or with the enthusiasm that you say it. Same goes for Owando Kiernando. Uh, you get the whole soccer goalie thing going on when you scream his name. So yeah, my bad, my bad. I'm just, just trying to run a show. Uh, subtle eel, uh, who previously just tipped us, but didn't say anything said, forgot to type my message first. Maybe I'm just easily amused, but pour a glass of red wine and look at it in pastor mode. It looks clear and you can see right <laughs> through it. <laughs> I dude, I love the pastor mode. It is really, really nice. Like whenever somebody walks into the room, I can talk to them and, I probably look weird to them, but they look fine to me. <laughs> um, or like, you know, if ever I'm struggling to sometimes the controllers, you do like kind of, you're like, where, where is it? Like it gets turned around or just grabbing a drink, all the things I freaking love the pass through mode. It is so handy. Yeah. Uh, agreed. I mean, most, I just use it mostly to pet tornado. Like I, yeah. Yeah. Whenever I pet rock, yeah. She comes up and, you know, rubs her tail up against my leg. And I'm like, oh, she needs a little bit of attention. I can totally do that in VR. Pretty good stuff. Oh, 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 there's the dog here. We're going to full screen AJ to see the dog. It's not a flattering angle, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he pretty much always looks like roadkill when he lays down. He's the greatest dog ever. <laughs> Sorry, Rock. I didn't get your good side. The Rock goes, Rocky. Puppies. He's not amused. He doesn't care. So I was trying, I, I didn't know if uh, a tornado cam was going to be appropriate or not. Um, I don't, I don't know if I can even get a tornado cam up here. Uh, here, let's, let's give it, let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. This is, this is, <laughs> oh no, you, you really, you can see her sleeping, not her good angle either. But that's that's the best I got. Bad lighting today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um. All right, man. Back back to it. Uh, we got Man Bear Pig Game Cat with a two dollar tip. Says, please, for the love I of told God, told you he was real. Yeah, he's real. He's real. Uh, it's not the photographer's fault. He is just actually blurry. Uh, two dollar tip says, please, for the love of God, bring Vertigo Two to PSVR Two. 
Um, that, that developer did actually talk about PSVR 2 on Twitter. Was it today or yesterday or the day before? Uh, he said, I'm a single person dev team. Uh, I can't, you know, he goes, I'm, I'm trying to get the game done and polished and whatever on Steam. Uh, he goes, but I would absolutely love to bring it to PSVR 2. Uh, so, uh, seemingly in the, in the cards, in the works, um, I don't know if that's something he would want to do himself, uh, but it seems like there are definitely studios out there who are who are looking to bring other people's games to PSVR too. Um, so I don't know if that's how that will go down. Uh, it would probably happen much faster if that's how it went down, but I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, I heard good things. Would love to see it. Yeah, yeah. I was watching Wes play a little bit on uh, on Virtual Strangers. Although, I, I, although now I don't know the difference between Vertigo 1 and Vertigo 2 because I haven't played either, um, but they both look I mean, at least what I've seen West play of one of the other uh, looks really good. Does not look like a game made by one person. Uh, Andrew Bailey with the two quid says twelve hours to figure you can use ladders with the left stick. Oh, it took me twelve. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, did you know this in Village uh, that when you're when you're running around, you can? Uh, you- I was the opposite. It took me twelve hours to realize I could actually grab them and pull myself up. Oh my god! Well, it's, it doesn't it doesn't always work all that well. Um, like because yeah, I was yeah. in the bottom of the well. No spoilers, and I, and I and I was terrified, and I was like, I need to climb the fuck up out of this, and it was like bugging out, it was glitching. I was like, I'd be able to grab onto one rung, but not the next or whatever, and I was like, I just want to get out of this fucking well, like as soon as fucking possible, please for the love of God, just let it. And I think that's when I figured out, I was like, oh my god, the analog stick. How did I not know this was a thing? Uh, insanity. But yeah, so thanks for watching, Andrew. <laughs> uh, more sirens on my end. Uh, oh my god, sorry guys, I'm just gonna get caught up on tips here, and then we'll get on with the show. Um. I have to actually copy and paste this person's name because it won't show up on my screen. Anthony, get in my belly. Gamma Cat Wilkins uh, with the $3 tip. Sends us an adorable cat emoji. Thank you very much. Um, Kill Artist won the Dreamweaver Game Cat with the $5 tip. Says, fixing to go watch Creed 3 at the theater to get ready for Creed on PSVR 2. I, I can hear that in his voice. Kill Artist shows up in uh, in voice chat every so often. And uh, I want to go see the John Wick movie. Three? Four. So, I, have I told you? I, I mean, have, have I told? Have I said this publicly? I've never seen a John Wick movie in my life. It doesn't surprise me. I wouldn't expect you to. It's an action movie. Yeah, and, and it's not available on UMD, so I don't know how I would watch it. <laughs> Dang it! We somebody got we got to get that onto UMD somehow. Yeah, so uh, you can watch John Wick. What just, what just showed up? Um, fuck! What was it? Oh God. Oh, a 28 Days Later just showed up on UMD. I can finally watch that movie again. Nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who's next? Andrew Bailey with the two quid says, by the way, you can back out of the inventory with the circle button. Dude, I, I don't understand the, the inventory in Resident Evil. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll like go through and I'll adjust all my shit, right? But because, but because I still don't understand where triangle, circle, square, and X are, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm canceling out of the inventory instead of exiting properly out of the inventory. And then I'm like, oh, nothing's been done. I suck. Um, do you have the butt rifle? Do you keep do you keep the rifle in your? Isn't it great how you can keep a sniper rifle in your back yeah. pocket, in your butt pocket? Yeah, and that's so cool. like every time I use it, I'm like butt rifle. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm, lear- I'm learning more about village every single time I play it. And as Andrew Bailey points out, uh, it did take me a very long time to learn some basics. Like I didn't ever have to organize my inventory uh, at any point at all. Uh, mm. and, uh, because, because I was constantly using stuff up and, 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 you know, I'd bought the expansion and so I didn't have to do like the whole Resident Evil four, like twisting and turning of everything. Um, 
and and I do I do love that. I think that's a fun like little mini game within itself. Um, but uh, but also like I, I mean it's like really stupid things that, that I didn't realize as well. Like um, like the fact that I've been carrying around two shotguns. I did that for a while, yeah. And then I real I didn't even realize because yeah because you're using one. You just don't realize that, oh, you have another one that's stored and you're just like wasting space and and stuff. But yeah, always expand your inventory and definitely pays off to to keep it tidy and optimized. It's like Tetris. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So yeah, so I've got like two two handguns. I've got two shotguns. I've got, I've got all sorts of extra stuff just sitting around. Uh, and uh, so I need to go sell those things. And, and somebody, of course, dude, the, the cats have been so helpful. I, pre- I really appreciate all the cats out there who have been trying to give me a little bit of guidance uh, post, uh, post streams being like, Hey, no spoiler, but you like, this is something you're going to want to do. If you sell your weapons, apparently when you, if you ever want to buy them back, you buy them back fully loaded, like the way that you sold them. It's like, you're buying the same weapon that you sold, which is pretty cool. Uh, so thanks to all the cats out there who have been helping me through it. Also, what a great fucking game, dude. Like just, yes. I mean, it, it is as far as I'm concerned without even having finished it, I'm about two thirds of the way through. I'm guessing at this point, uh, the best game, hands down, on PSVR 2. I'm sorry. I mean, Gran Turismo is great. Saints and Sinners is great. This game is just fucking phenomenal. Every turn is something different. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much with you there. It, it doesn't even have to be perfect. It doesn't have to have the best VR mechanics. It's just an amazing game. Red Rover, Red Rover, send Joe Grover right over with the $2 tip. Says, by the way, I'm not dissing PSVR 2. I freaking love it. Wait a minute. Does this... I think yep. you missed the first one. Yep. <laughs> the first I was like, I think I might have missed a tip. And then when I read that tip out loud, I was like, I definitely missed a tip. Because his first tip writes, read, uh, reads uh, with $10 tip. Thank you very much, Joe Gruber. says, I-, I loved Horizon. One of the things they did, I think, on purpose for, bun- for a bundled game was design it with colors and brightness that it didn't show lens anomalies. I was stunned playing that as my first game. Uh, yeah, dude. I, I mean, I definitely think, you know, a packing game is, should be designed to, uh, you know, minimize the flaws of something and to accentuate the positives. And, uh, and, I, and I think that's exactly what they did with Horizon. Um, Horizon is definitely a great game to start with. Um, cause it just, it, it is a great one to start with, but it's just like how I thought it was going to be where it's like the, the longevity of it. Um, longevity or longevity? longevity right yep okay just making sure Uh, but it's pronounced linear aj linear Linear. lake lake linear (laughs) (laughs) um but uh yeah it was it was uh so so does that mean i I won that that debate of uh ultimate launch title or is it something else (laughs) uh yeah yeah I, i don't even know i don't remember what i what i voted for horizon well oh god yeah we, no you we, definitely won yeah but anyways man big time we digress here yeah it's it is a it is a great game uh it is a very solid game um solid showcase title and like you said showcase titles are important they are fun at first i really loved um astrobot uh astro's playroom when i first got the ps5 like wasn't the best game ever wasn't as good as astrobot rescue mission um, but it was a great showcase title and was really exciting to try out the new tech and was a great jumping off point. Paul Bolino with the $5 tip says we need our own knuckles hand strap for the controller. Loving the headset. I'm not going to say we don't need it, 
But what I will say is that I can open my hands and the, and the controllers go nowhere. That, that was my concern. Yeah. Right? I was like, I want knuckle straps because I want to be able to open my hands no matter what I'm doing and be able to close them and just the, the, the controllers go nowhere. And that is the case. Just the design of the sense controllers themselves allows for that. Um, I would still take a knuckle strap because I, I, I immediately took off the wrist straps because all they would oh, do did. is bounce. Oh, the second I got them. Yep. Cause I was playing horizon and they would just bounce around and hit my hands. Right. Cause I'm not wearing them. They just, I don't know. They're silly. Um, well, the controllers aren't going wearing anywhere. them helps, helps them from flying around. Next thing you, next thing you're going to do is tell me to wear a seatbelt or something, dude, you're fucking ridiculous. Um, okay. I think there's one. Oh, no. Uh, I think that's it. Oh shit, man. We get to, we get to fucking move forward 33 minutes later. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Great. All right. And on that topic, uh, the horizon call of the mountain update 1.04 <laughs> is available God now. Damn it, we're back here again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, we, we can, we can go through this pretty quickly. Uh, the important yeah, thing to note yeah. is that I, I think more than anything else, regardless of what's in the patch specifically is, uh, it, it's just a good reminder that like, Hey, you know, I think too many people are under the assumption that Sony like pushed out PSVR two, they pushed out this game to go with it and now they're fucking done. Right. Like there's a weird assumption out there that like Sony doesn't care about the PSVR two that they just spent millions upon millions of dollars, uh, like doing R and D for and then <laughs> launching and then creating an exclusive game for and then paying studios to make their game VR compatible. It's like, Oh yeah, obviously Sony doesn't care about VR. Uh, but this is just a good reminder that, uh, that, Obviously, like they uh, they care about this game even even post launch, and they want to make it as good as possible. Um, so let's see. This uh, uh, article obviously comes from Push Square, and this is Stephen Talby, um, and he says a uh, PSVR 2's flagship game, Horizon Call of the Mountain, just received a pretty decent update available to download and install now. Makes a it makes a number of nice accessibility improvements as well as fixing a whole bunch of bugs. To start with, subtitles now have more options. You can add a black background to them, making it easier to read, as well as add speaker colors to better indicate who's talking. You can also in the, uh, increase the font size across subtitles, tutorials, and action prompts. Elsewhere, the game now includes a high contrast mode to make it easier to find objects that you can interact with and new options for automatically crafting arrows and tools that have been added. When replaying missions, you can now disable tutorials, thankfully, and the slow motion effect on large jumps can now be toggled off. Uh, beyond that, like that, update 1.04 fixes a lot of bugs with specific missions, machines, and UI. And then there's a whole fucking list of patch notes here. Uh, yeah, I think that's the most exciting one for me too. Is the, um, <laughs> because there's like nothing wrong with, you know, like with doing slow motion, like epic Hollywood style, like, uh, crazy jumps. But, um, yeah. but, but also it was like, you, you only allow me to jump in certain places and then it's all like super slow motion. Uh, I was like, I, I want to feel that jump, man. And, and after the first jump or two, it's like, okay, I'm good. Let's just do this for real. Yeah, this is more just like a, to me, this strikes me as more just like a quality of life kind of update, you know, some, some bug fixes, some, some quality of life features, a couple things here and there, but this isn't like a, a huge significant game changing kind of update. I mean, maybe if you're going for the platinum, it'll make it a little bit less tedious. Uh, but that's about all I see here. I don't, I don't find this to be a very super exciting update, to be honest with you. 
Uh, not exciting. No. In fact, as I said, I think that I will be excited about uh, a horizon update when they add content. I want to see more challenges. I want to see more, uh, more levels that we can go to because I want some like crazy ass boat rides. I want some more. I want like some really crazy boat rides. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, why not? Like it was, it was kind of a fun amusement park style thing. I'd be down. I'd be down. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, now let's try in the game feel line with the $5 tip says AJ. Please give Unplugged Air Guitar another chance. It has the best progression system, the best songs, and they're all real. It has Ozzy. Ozzy! That, that, <laughs> that's how I assume Nihilus Ryan meant for me to read oh, that. I'm, yeah, I'm, I've only scratched the surface with it. Um, it just hasn't completely grabbed me yet, but I want to spend more time with it. Uh, it... The first time I played it, um, checked it out. It was it seemed pretty cool, and then and then I played it Saturday, and I was like, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. And then I played drums rock and had a blast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I actually haven't had a chance to even check this one out yet. wasn't Wasn't this originally designed for the quest for like hand tracking? Like, and that's what I kind of felt like. It like I felt like it needed. It actually would be better with hand tracking than controllers. I don't know for sure. Um, but I don't know something about the simulated, like get air guitar stuff with controllers. I just wasn't feeling it like you would a actual guitar hero guitar or, <clears throat> you know, like I said, again, with drums rock, it's like the playing the drums, smashing a drum kit just is a lot more satisfying right away. But yeah, definitely going to play more on plug. I've, I've hardly touched it. Nice. Uh, Phil McCracken with the $2 tip. I'm sorry, two pound tip says, Hey dudes, love the show. What are your top three games? Um, release uh, the Phil McCracken. <laughs> I just had to say that. <laughs> well, that, that totally ruins my Zach McCracken and the alien mindbenders <laughs> joke. So yeah, you're, you're, you're probably a little bit more relevant and recent and, uh, people will understand your joke unlike mine. Uh, village, Obviously, haven't even finished it. Best game on PSVR 2, as far as I'm concerned. Gran Turismo 7. Um, and, uh, and, and I can't wait to have another reason to use my racing rig and get back in and use it more. Um, and, uh, oh, man, the third choice is going to be really, really difficult. <sighs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to regret this. And I'm going to probably change it before the end of the show. But right now, I'm going to say Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. Wow. Yeah. I really need to finish that. Yeah, you do. Um I mean, easy. Uh, there's a lot of games I really, really love. I'm actually working on a top 15 list uh, right now. Womp, the, womp, the, the cat's womp. out of the bag now. Um, spoiler alert. But that's uh, that's the project I've been working on lately. I've spent like the entire month just trying to play everything, get my thoughts together, get enough time. Um, and so working on that. Um, but I can will definitely say the top three are Resident Evil Village, um, Gran Turismo 7, and The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution <sighs> Championship Edition DX EX2 Plus uh, Knuckles. Turbo um, 2. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I take it back, man. Like The Walking Dead was so much better than uh, Tales from Galaxy's Edge. I've got too many games in my, on the brain, and, uh, and I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. That, that, works, yeah, those that are, works for me. Those are top three. I love a bunch of other games, though. Like, I've been loving Moss, Song in the Smoke. Um, 
I swear some other games. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't care. I, the thing is, is like the enhancements that those games bring. I don't, I don't care how great they are. I was like, it's still just prettier versions of games that I've played, right? Like on PSVR one, like it's one thing to get like quest ports and it's like, Oh my God, these are fucking amazing versions of quest games. Right. But like P- PSVR one, it's like I own PSVR one. Like, I mean, I own quest as well. Um, but like it just, it just feels like, okay, I've definitely played this. I played this on a PSVR headset before and now it's just prettier. Um, and, and I have love yes. oh, man. Pavlov's up there too. And so yeah. light brigade. Oh my God. So many good games, man. So many good, games. so many good games. Yep. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I, you know, at some point, at some point I'm gonna have to take a couple days aside and just play the PSVR one remasters on PSVR two and be like, okay, which of these are like amazing and which of these are just like, they just phoned it in and got the game out on PSVR two. Uh, very, very curious. Everyone in the chat agrees. Light brigade is fantastic. Um, yeah, that's, that's really the one I want to spend, uh, once my Creed review is done, I think I might drop into the Light Brigade uh, and, and try to review that next, mostly because I just want to play it, right? I've only spent like an hour or two in it, and like I just want to spend my life in there. So we'll see. So good. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, so here's the thing, right? The the <laughs> the, the show that uh, – the topic of the show, 41 minutes into the episode, um, is is all about the PSVR 2 roadmap. Uh, it's, I find it fascinating, AJ, that like we had, we had one of the most amazing launches of all time. Uh, I, I know there's going to be people who disagree with this statement, but I, I think it's the best launch that any console or accessory has ever had ever. Uh, and I am counting the 3DO and Engage. Uh, and so it's, but, but here we are a month out and people are like, and people are like, uh, you know, so Sony's already given up on PSVR too. Right. And so I thought, I thought maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe we need to take a second and and kind of like look at what's next right and, and obviously we don't have sony's official roadmap they won't talk to us so <laughs> so like this is obviously gonna be speculation but i also think that it's like i also think we're gonna find a lot of truths as we go through this and figure out you know what's what's the next step in terms of marketing what's the next step in terms of hardware what's the next step in terms of gaming uh and so i yeah. I love how I love how like all these outlets and stuff think that like Sony doesn't plan anything or doesn't know like you know what I mean like they don't expect certain like I don't know. It's it's crazy to me that what what they throw out there to just try and stir up stuff. And you know it's funny is like usually when they do this, you know it's like okay, now it feels like it's being it's it's time uh that we're going to get some announcements and stuff soon because here comes everybody, you know, they've been quiet long enough. They've been waiting. And then when everybody comes out and says, Oh, you know, they've, they've half the sales or they've half the productions of PSVR two because it's doing so poorly. Um, And then the next thing, you know, it's like, they announce Gran Turismo seven and, and, uh, and they, well, they, first of all, they come out and they say, Oh, well, that's not actually not true. And this stuff that came out recently was by the same freaking guy. So it's amazing that people keep falling for this crap. Um, but then, yeah, they're like, Oh, Sony's, you know, giving up or whatever. And then the next day, Gran Turismo seven comes out. So with all this stuff starting to stir up again, I'm like, 
I wonder if I wonder if that means we're getting close to some some announcements, some some uh, exciting stuff soon. Yeah, I, th- I I think so. And and honestly, like you know, some people are out there saying Sony needs to come out and refute these statements. Sony needs to come out and give us sales figures, and and so this maybe this will force Sony's hand. They will to people finally are fucking impatient? Yeah, they do. They are like one of the only people, uh, big companies that actually disclose this information publicly. Um, they talk about you know we knew about. Um, we knew about PSVR one getting around 5 million sales uh, at, at one point or another. And uh, well, they, they do talk about it eventually. They updated us just, with every single million sold, right? They were like, it sold a million. It sold 2 million. Yeah, it sold 3 million. Yeah, and so like that's, yeah. that's when Sony's going to want to like talk about this stuff. Yeah. But this, the, the media stuff, they just get really impatient. I mean, obviously their motivation is to make generate clicks and stuff. So they have a reason to jump the gun, but that's exactly what they do is they jump the gun yeah. and uh, we don't even know. It, it makes it even worse when the stuff isn't even factual. That being said, yeah. Brian, yeah. the launch of PSVR two, in my opinion, has been amazing. There's, there's one thing I'll tell you what hurts me. People could talked about the wire. They talked about this issue, that <laughs> issue. The, the one thing that people brought up that really hurt me though, was they're talking about the lack of games at launch. Yeah. Um, and that's the one I will never understand. They talked about like, Oh, it's only launching with horizon. And that's the one thing that just still baffles me. I'm like, how, how do you not include resident evil village Gran Turismo Seven, yeah. and then like a lot of other great games. Dude, um, it's 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 clear. It's clear exactly why that happened, and, and that's because uh, Meta sent out. Because first of all, games journalism is dead. There's no such thing anymore. Like <laughs> doing our absolute best here to like you know have some sort of semblance of of an actual you know, of some kind of journalist integrity over here. But like for the most part, everywhere I look, James games journalism is dead, and so. What so people are taking the easiest way out possible, right? And so before PSVR two came out, Meta sent that email out to all the games journalists and said, "Hey, PlayStation VR two is right around the corner. It's about to come out. This is just your friendly reminder that almost all of those games are available on MetaQuest two already, and our headsets cheaper, and it's all in one, and you don't need a PlayStation five. And so you know what? Like the lazy fucking games journalists out there were like, "Oh right, now we have facts in our heads, and we're just going to fucking regurgitate these facts without thinking about them even once." And, and, and state and state this as if it's fact, as if the games aren't a hundred times better on PSVR two, as if the price for PSVR two isn't worth it. And they, and they, and they think they know something because someone told them something, but they never questioned who the source was And the source obviously has their own agenda. Is, is somebody that's been wrong twice, like in a row on big stories. I'm talking about fire, meta but... specifically sending these emails. Oh, meta specifically. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't look into, to where they, where they come from, but yeah, uh, well, I was going to say something. I'm sorry. I forgot. Go, go, go ahead. Continue. It, anyway, the, the point is we're, 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 we're reverting, unfortunately, back to uh Friday show. And on Friday show, I hated yeah, Friday I show. When Friday show ended, I was so mad. I was like, I, I, I wasn't thrilled before <laughs> the show. And then after the show, I was like, that was a fucking trash episode. I should just delete it off the, off the channel because I was angry the whole time and I was mad and I was just yeah. getting all up in arms and, and, and yeah. shouting conspiracy so theories. Just and relax, whatever. man. Yeah. Just relax. We're so, gonna talk- oh, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> you're like, just relax, but I'm about to piss you off even more. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say lazy was the word. You said games journalism is dead. I yeah. was going to say, no, no, no. It's lazy is what it is. Yeah. 
Well, unfortunately, I think all media is lazy, uh, and, uh, and, and everything, yeah. unfortunately, is about clicks now. And it's like, it doesn't matter if something's factual, doesn't matter if something, uh, you know, if you get, you get the proper sides of every story, as long as it's controversial enough to get a bunch of clicks, that's where we are with video game news. Yeah. That's where we are with political news. That's where we are with every kind of news. And it's just, it's just old, man. It's just really old. And I need everyone to wake the fuck up and think for yourself. Well, it's all right, man. There's there's a lot of there still are like lots of interesting conversations and topics and events that are going on that I think are that make plenty exciting gaming history to cover um and are and are fun. Um but yeah, like it's- this episode, AJ, where we <laughs> where we move on from the negativity, right? Where we ignore yes. the people who Fuck don't the know negativity. what they're talking about. We ignore the people who are trying to put PSVR two down and we take a look at a a fan a, a, a as far as I'm concerned, a very successful launch, uh, even if it only sold 300,000 units. And what's next for the headset? Because it's while it's true, we had an amazing launch and a lot of great games came out for it. And we're, most of us are very, very, very happy with the headset. Sony's been quiet since it came out. Now, that's only been six weeks. That's not a long time to be quiet. But Sony's been really quiet about everything PlayStation related. So... So it's up to well, you I'm and me. I'm kind of glad because I've been so busy playing games and getting <laughs> caught up with the launch title. There's yep. a lot of games. Um, one month in, and I'm still discovering like new awesome games. And you know, some of these games are long as shit. Like, <laughs> and you can spend. Hour- I've been I've been playing Townsman VR itself for like two weeks straight. Like, um, it's so freaking long. There's a lot of content there, but. Uh, but yeah, man, and I, I've been glad that it's been a little bit quiet um, with the announcements, but we soon it's going to be time to, to start uh, revealing the roadmap and, and getting um, start looking forward and to, to what to look forward to or whatever. Agreed. Uh, the button press and joystick move in beeline friend with the $2 tip says, I think Brian's anger is very much justified. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I, uh, I, you guys, you guys have been super supportive. Like I, I feel like I've been on an emotional roller coaster for the last six years. <laughs> Just chill out, bro. Just and relax. Six years, six years, man. And, and the cats out there are so supportive and they're like, Brian's a little fucking crazy, but we love him. And you guys put up with a lot of nonsense. So I thank you for that very much. You guys are awesome. I love you all. Um, I did get a little bad at first too, because it's like, I'm not doing this shit again for the next five years. You know, like I told everyone before I had to sit there and people, people had to tell you and I, Brian, every people told us every single damn day that PSVR was not successful, that uh, it didn't have any games, that there wasn't going to be a PSVR two, that Sony's dropped support for it. We had to hear this shit. And so when I heard all this stuff and people started asking me, I was like, look, I'm not doing this for another fucking five, six years. Look, and, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to have a big fucking smile on my face and go about my day and, and just be happy and, you guys are more than welcome to come <laughs> spread the happiness and the joy of us that are actually playing the thing and enjoying it because that's what it's all about. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Now, with all that behind us, um, yes. and, and with Sony, you know, again, having been silent since uh, since PSVR 2 launched, it's sort of up to us to decipher the future and decipher what the next plans are and what the next big announcements will be. Uh, and that, that, that's kind of where we find ourselves right now, 51 minutes into the show. 
Yeah, it's gonna be a little bit longer episode today, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I think I think they're along for the ride, man. Um, okay, so the, so the first thing uh, I've, I've got a list of things here, uh, and I, and I want to go through them one by one. And and the first thing that I think that needs to be discussed is is marketing and and whether what we just experienced over the last six weeks was a soft launch, right? We're now officially out of the launch window. The last worker is out. Saints and Sinners chapter one and two are out. Uh, Switchback is out. Was this a soft launch? And if so, when does the official push, uh, the actual push for a real launch begin? I feel like I was the original one that said this was a soft launch. <laughs> uh, so yes, I agree. Uh, this was, this definitely felt like a soft launch to me, although it was more so in terms of the marketing and the availability. Um, I'd say they were very, very conservative about it. I mean, the announcement of something as huge uh, uh, as Gran Turismo 7 and being the full game for Jim Ryan just to come out for five seconds and go, Gran Turismo 7, <laughs> and then just walk off the stage. They throw 30 seconds of it, and then they get off the stage. You know, things like that. Um, having the availability, it's not even in, in retail uh, locations yet. It's only online. Um, this did not, this to me was a soft launch and they are heavily focused on the people that are the number, like are the most dedicated, the most interested in it for now. And I think that's phase one. I think phase two is when you start, you know, in the is when you start focusing on people, uh, you know, trying to get grow the the player base, start start making it bigger now. I agree. I agree. And I think the funny thing is, is like outside of launch titles or launch window titles, uh, we haven't seen a lot of heavy hitters in like even a state of play or anything like that, right? The the games that Sony has shown in a, in states of play, state of plays, states of play. State of plays. State uh, of plays. <laughs> have been things like, and, and nothing against these games because I think they look great, but Journey to Foundation, The Foglands, uh, I forget what the other two words they showed the last time, uh, but they were certainly like, they're not AAA games. They're games that will appear on other VR platforms, right? And so they're not like super duper showcasing the power of the PlayStation VR 2. Um, so what they are is saying, hey, we've, we've also got a VR headset that is current, that plays all the games that are coming to all the other platforms. And, uh, and, and, and hopefully maybe you'll understand that this is the best way to play it. But at the same time, they're not saying you need to play VR. If you are a gamer, you should try VR, right? Like they're not doing that in the slightest. They're just saying, we've also got a VR headset. That's sort of the messaging I'm getting from them right now. Not that like, this is for all the people out there who play video games or, ha or own a PlayStation five. This accessory is a must have. And here's why. Because like you said, when Jim Ryan came out on stage at CES and said, hey, Gran Turismo 7 is going to be completely playable in PlayStation VR 2, we were all like, oh my fucking God. But everybody else on the face <laughs> of the planet was like, well, that's cool. Right? Because I don't know. That that did turn a lot of heads. That, I mean, that got a lot of people into it. That's probably, if I had to guess, I'd probably say Gran Turismo 7 is probably the highest selling PSVR 2 game, um, if I had to guess. Right, uh, right. Absolutely. And on top of that, you know, it got people to go spend three hundred, four hundred dollars more on racing wheels and racing rigs and stuff too. So, yeah, that that game kind of sells itself a little bit because that that was already one of the highest selling PS5 games in non VR, anyways. Right, and just just to be clear, I'm talking about Sony's messaging of it. Like, thank goodness oh, right, that right. Gran Turismo has such a loyal 
following and such a such a fanatical user base because that's what that's what got the messaging out there. The, all sorts of people who uh, who do Gran Turismo content were uh, all those they've got hundreds of thousands of subscribers each and they're all going this is fucking insane you've got to see this but that has nothing to do with what sony did so jim ryan got up there and literally was like oh hey this is coming and it was like <laughs> 14 seconds or something like it was it was this it was the shortest announcement of something gigantic that i've ever seen in my life um yeah and so this this is just further proof that what they were doing is like just it's like whispering to everybody who likes vr hey we've got what you want and then later we'll convince the people who don't who are into vr that they might want this as well their strategy has been a lot clearer to me after launch obviously it it helps clear clear things up once you see what they've done what and and have released and yeah i mean they are clearly this isn't like a every their game plan is not everybody's going to have a PSVR 2 overnight. That's not what they're doing. Otherwise, they would have made a dirt cheap headset that would have been like 300 bucks, 400 bucks max. Um, but that's not what they, that's not their strategy here, clearly. And the beauty of it is that later on down the line, a couple years from now, even, um, you know, they can reduce the price. Maybe those components, maybe the, the parts and everything will be cheaper. Um, and they can release it at a, a more mass consumer friendly price point. Um, and then the library will be huge and, it would just explode. And I think, I think that's, I think it's a pretty interesting um, kind of strategy that they have going in with this, you know, and, and I think it's only, obviously this is just launch. It's going to get even better and better and better if, uh, as the years go by. I have to agree with you. Scott Hopper with the $5 tip says, you guys are great. I'm looking forward to golf plus and 11 table tennis. Both are reportedly coming to PSVR two and look amazing. Uh, yeah. Despite the fact that like the people who run the golf plus, uh, company or Twitter account, whatever, they're like, we haven't confirmed it. I was like, just fucking say it, man, because you're doing it. Um, <laughs> and 11 table tennis is, uh, it looks great, but we have, uh, we had racket fury over here on PSVR one and it was amazing. I don't know how 11 table tennis, uh, compares, uh, but I mean, I as far as I'm concerned, whatever, whatever one gets to market first will probably be the winner because we only really need one really good table tennis game. I mean, uh, these simple sports genres work great, man. Look at the success that kayak VR has. Like it's, you don't have to do anything over the top. Like people have yet to, <clears throat> you know, it's like what you got to walk before you run. Right. Yep. Um, people still just want to experience nice, simple concepts, uh, in VR and, you know, uh, it's, they work well and they're really fun. And yeah, I'm down for as many of these sports titles. I hope we get a lot more sports titles, um, in the future. What's, what's funny for me is like a lot of times VR is supposed to be like the wish fulfillment or, or, or hero fulfillment type thing where like you get to play things in first person and you get to kill things and jump and climb and do all sorts of crazy shit you would never do in real life. But there's also this whole thing about like, I live in a 450 square foot apartment and I don't have room for a table tennis table. And so it's like, just, it gives me a way to do something. I just don't have space for, which I think is silly, but also fantastic for 20 bucks. I can get a, a table tennis in my, in my living, living room and play with people from across the world, a world. Uh, Steezy with the three quid says, Hey guys, is it essential to play uh chapter Saints Sinners chapter one before chapter two? I think the answer is no. Uh, but you should. 
I think you think the answer is no. I think the answer is yes. Why? You're just walking around killing I, zombies, I, ignoring the story. What's what's the problem? No, I think you should absolutely start with chapter one um, because they did a lot of work on it and it's great. And then I think the reason I say you have to play chapter one is because, first of all, it kind of introduces you to to the world and everything sure. um, and the basic mechanics. And it's an amazing game. We both gave it a 10 out of 10, mm-hmm. if you remember. And then with chapter two, uh, you actually get um, enhanced physics, enhanced graphics, and uh, enhanced weapons, and then you get a satisfying conclusion to the story. So um, I think it's essential to play through both. And you get a, basically a triple-A VR game uh, that's just about as best as it can be. Yeah. Uh, I agree with everything you said, but I still think, like, if somebody's like, I just, I'm just, i only going to play one. I'm only going to play one of them. It's like, yeah, you don't have to play the first one, but I, I, I do 100% recommend playing the first one. Yeah, um, if you're only going to play one, I'd definitely say two, but yeah. But why, why weird, not, but... right? Get the get the get get $50 bundle. Is it $50 bundle for both games? I think it's 60. 60. Still the best deal on PSVR 2. Yeah. Um 30 bucks per game and it is yeah, you you're going to ease 30 hours at least 30 hours of game. Yeah, for sure. You can spend as much time or as little time as you want in those games. Um and I I just love spending days and days and days doing nothing. Uh nothing story related uh, and just building up my character. Uh play the first one first. Just do it. Do the right thing. Do the right thing and give the guy his money. Sorry random reference uh so that brings us to the next part of the roadmap aj it doesn't actually bring us to the next part of the roadmap but i thought that segue sounded good so let's go with that um (laughs) and that's and that's the playstation 5 pro it's being heavily heavily rumored right we obviously got a playstation 4 pro uh mid-gen last time around came out right after the psvr1 uh and it seemed like if you didn't have a pro you were getting like you were certainly getting an inferior experience with psvr1 if you're playing on the og right and so uh First, my first question. For I hate you. this rumor. Okay, no. Well, well, let's talk about let's talk about the rumor first. Then, what what don't what don't you like about the rumor, and do you believe it? Uh, no, and I think they were more likely to get maybe like a PS5 Slim first. Like, what's what's the point of having a pro right now? I don't I don't I don't understand the the PS. We haven't even seen the best that the PS5 has to offer yet, so. Until that happens, then, uh, yeah, I don't care. Okay. I'm not interested. I would buy one if it came out <laughs> because I always like having, you know, I'm always willing to invest in my PlayStation goodies. Um, but I don't really care. And uh, I, I feel like a Slim would come out first. Yeah, I mean, I, I could totally see uh, either one happening, to be honest with you. Um, <clears throat> the, I, I, think, I think when we see a Slim... I don't think it's going to be terribly different from the PlayStation Five we have currently. Uh, although I think I think none of them will come with heart, uh, physical disc drives, and then they'll sell the physical disc drive separately. That's the other rumor about the, about the quote unquote slim, right? Is that you you get you can buy two different things, and if you decide you want to add a physical disc drive to your slim later on, great, there you go. It's a brand new SKU. It, it condenses the the current two SKUs down to one SKU. You just buy a fucking discless PS5 with the option to add a 
physical displayer later. I think that's what we're going to see with the slim. It'll probably be smaller too. The thing, the PlayStation Five is fucking gigantic. I'd rather have a PSVR two Pro. Okay, uh, that's a completely different conversation. <laughs> but uh, but as far as PlayStation Five Pro, um, when they first announced it, or when they first announced it, when the rumors first started, uh, you know, swirling, I think this is this is ridiculous. You can't even get a PlayStation Five all around the world yet, and it's not time for this. But with rumors saying that, like. If it happens, it would be happening in like holiday 2024, which is practically two years from now, right? Year and a half minimum. And so I don't, I don't see it being a huge issue, right? Especially, especially AJ, since the PSVR two runs so well on the PlayStation five OG as is in it. And as you said, we haven't seen what it's really capable of on the OG. I really yeah. do think, you know, all the developers I've talked to you have said, Listen, Brian, you're not you're not going to see what the PSVR2 is capable of for another couple of years, right? Because all the launch games that we saw, some of them had little issues here and there. Some of them, like you know, the the, the draw distance wasn't great, or, or what you saw way out in the horizon was a little blurry, right? And and then some things were blurry, like right in front of you, right? And so different different people are still getting, uh, still grasping what it's capable of and how to really maximize the results of the PlayStation Five with the PSVR2. So I don't. I, so I think the big thing that people are looking at with a PlayStation Five Pro in conjunction with a PSVR two is probably first and foremost running everything at a high resolution at, at full four K with ninety FPS native. Would you agree with that? I don't know. I I feel like even on the software back, like even on the back end software side, you have things to deal with like i think the ps5 is capable of a lot Mm -hmm. and i think that there's a reason games are still being locked to like either you know 30 or 60 or you know they're being capped off at certain frame rates um i don't think that's because I, i don't know if that's completely because of hardware limitations but um you know we we're still in the early cycle of like Unreal Engine 5. And so like as that grows and evolves, um, to me, there has to be this, the software and the hardware have to keep up with each other. And I think I feel like the hardware is a little ahead of the software right now. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, so I do think I do think as far as the pros concerned, it's not necessary. I think that we will soon see a lot more games running at a much higher resolution um, at a, at a native 90 FPS or a nine of 90 Hertz. And I think that's going to be, you got these people with the 30 nineties and the graphics cards and stuff. And there's literally saying like, you know, from a lot of the PC VR people out there that luckily we can get some information from, like they're straight up telling us that some of these games look better on PSVR right. than the PC VR stuff. So it's not, it's not always about the hardware. Agreed. Agreed. I th- and, and, you know, obviously I do think, I do think we'll probably see a pro at some point, but I don't think that's in the immediate future on the PSVR two roadmap. So that brings us to something I think most of us are concerned about. The thing that I'm most interested in beyond far beyond the hardware are the games. Uh, also, by the way, Looper, the underground game cat with the five euros, he chimes in and says, Playing part one of Saints and Sinners is essential just to have that wow moment in the beginning of part two. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody agrees. Okay. Just play, just play part one first. 
Um, okay, so that brings us to the games. And, and the roadmap for games is going to be, dude, all over the place, right? Because just like any other hardware, just like any other console, just like any other VR headset, we're going to see a ridiculous number of indie titles. We're going to see uh, we're going to see some first party PSVR two games. We're going to see some first party PSVR two hybrid titles like Gran Turismo. We're going to see some third party AAA hybrids, and of course, there's also the PSVR one remasters, right? Like we're we're not going to stop seeing games from the PSVR one generation. Hopefully for a long time. Hopefully those keep coming over. Like we just got Gorn this week, right? And so yeah. you know we don't know what's happening with Wander. Well, we know what's happening with Wander. It's obviously coming. We're just waiting yeah. for it to be delivered. That sounds like something that would happen at a Sony showcase or a Sony state of play. Just like <gasps> Beat Saber, right? Where the hell is that? It's Beat Saber. Where's Walkabout Mini Golf? I mean, all of this stuff, right? It sounds like Sony's excited about this shit, and we'll probably see it from them soon. But that's just that's just a general overview of the, of the different sources we'll be getting games from. And I was looking through the announced list of games, AJ, and I honestly think I, I don't know how many games I've got listed here, but I think most of these are coming this year. And you know, take I sent you the list. Take a look. Most of these games are likely to come this year, and I honestly think that if these are the only games we get this year. It'll still be a fucking amazing year, right? We only have eight months left in the year, and I want almost every single game that I've got listed. You, Where did you send me the list? It's on the run of show. It's underneath. There's a list of games? It's a list of games on the run of show. I don't see a list of games. Do you, do you see a headline that says Games. No, who'd you send that to? <laughs> I don't know. Did I not send you a run of show? <laughs> I think you just emailed somebody randomly. Uh-oh. Well, so, somebody already we'll knows everything. We'll, we're we'll give it a second. About. Maybe, maybe it uh, will we'll come through at some point. Here, I'm going to check my scent. I totally sent it to you. You're really bad at this. <laughs> it's nope. just an email that says games? No, no, it's in the run of show that I sent you before the show. Oh, I see how it's... You've just got a weird layout to it. Okay, you've got it divided by genres. Just a heads up. Okay. I, I literally put this show together like 20 <laughs> minutes before showtime. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've got some... You've got like weird genres. It, it, again, 20 minutes before the show began. So so, <laughs> so give me a little bit of a break here. But uh, that being said, uh, there are a ton of games here. And, and I, and I want to start real quick with, the, with, with something that I know a lot of uh, game cats out there love, like me, and that is horror games right and so uh man what is going on with the chat the chat is all sorts of screwy <laughs> um all right, well the chat's gonna look screwy for a while i guess that's 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 the thing um so these are these are already announced psvr2 titles right so we're ignoring everything that could get announced at a sony showcase at a state of play at, a, at any kind of event these are the stuff these are the things we already know about we're ignoring all the exciting stuff but we're not there, right? Because like j- just in the horror game category alone, I put horror first because mm. I love horror. I mean, we have Affected the Asylum, which looks to be a four-player or three-player uh, adventure, uh, much bigger than the first game. Resident Evil 4, which I, I really do think that they've been quiet about for a good reason, right? Because again, Sony wants to be like, this is another big fucking AAA game coming our way. 
Well, let's stop right there for a second, man. Talk to me. I mean, you want to talk about big announcements, big yeah, games I do. that that people want to look forward to. Resident Evil Four is like top of that list of the games. Yeah. Like, we're not just gonna, we can't just brush over that. That is a huge deal. That is a huge headset seller. Um, uh, on the along the lines of a Gran Turismo Seven or whatever, you see the remake getting ten out of tens everywhere, and uh, yeah, it's. The Resident Evil franchise just works so well with PSVR 2. And at this time, you know, there's not some secret thing that they're, they're, they're hiding. They've actually come out and said, you know, it's the content is in development. They've said uh, recently that it started like it sounds like it's more like into full development um, and that they've said that it's going to be uh, released as a free DLC. This was from the official Resident Evil Twitter account. So this is not just like, you know, some random rumor. It's sounding a lot like it's going to be um, set up a lot like how Resident Evil Village was, which means hopefully the full game in VR. And I think they, I think Sony knows that that's what people, you know, the, given the reaction to Village, given the reaction to Gran Turismo, I think if you're going to invest in these huge, monster ips monster games you're gonna bring them over the least you can do the least you have to do is to make it just at least the full single player campaign um for something like this because that's at the end of the day anything less is going to suck the uh suck any like some of the excitement out of the room for it and it's going to totally kill um the potential that it has yeah, we do going through the PlayStation VR one generation as Sony did with us, right? As Capcom did with us, as all the developers did with us, we 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 started to like really loathe the term VR experience or VR mode or we're buying this you know full um, flat screen game and just have like and, and just have like a little VR experience attached to it. As cool as the Rogue One mission was on Battlefront, like. That's all it was, was like this 10 minute mission that you could play and then replay and then replay just to still got my friend to buy a VR. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, for, you know, for Star Wars fans, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, but, but, you know, but we, we saw that happen a bunch of times. And so, and no one wants that anymore. No one wanted that to begin with, but now the hardware is capable of delivering what exactly what we want. And that's the full fledged games. And dude, like you said, Resident Evil four getting 10 out of tens left and right fully expect this to be first person right and so unlike oh, village yeah. not only is it going to be more immersive like village was but also a completely different way to play this game so i mean there are many ways that sony and capcom could let us down but i don't expect them to not with this no no capcom has been leading the charge if anything on bringing full games to vr and like you said man Last gen, you know, I I was more forgiving about certain things. I was more forgiving about because I knew that there was limitations, that there was a lot of risk financially for these companies to invest everything. You know, we saw some companies like um, uh, Gorilla Cambridge go down. You don't want to repeat the same mistakes that you did last time. Um, but now there there's not as many there's there's uh not as many like excuses to not have a thing the expectations are higher when the when the hardware is more capable then it needs to be designed for that new hardware and you've got you've got everything you need to basically make uh, like i said at the bare minimum just like the full single player experience like they did with village um like they did with 
you know, Gran Turismo went above and beyond and is like every single little thing minus the split screen. Um, that's kind of where the expectation is at when it comes to these huge games now. So definitely not expecting anything less. Agreed. Agreed. And I'll be disappointed if we get anything less. Uh, dude, mm-hmm. plenty of other games. Uh, there are ones that we can sort of, uh, you know, gloss over a little bit. We don't need to go into detail about all of them, but there are certain ones. Uh, like, so let's, so we'll just rattle off things like Madison. Obviously, I'm playing the Green Hell trailer right now. This isn't the truncated quest version. This is the full fledged PC VR version. Um, that's going to be really exciting. We got Overdark coming from uh, the Do Not Open developers who thankfully realized, sirens on my end, that the game they had designed uh, with Do Not Open was not suitable for VR uh, because of the puzzles. Propagation Paradise Hotel. Uh, in a game, I do want to take a second and just uh, and just take a beat here and, and see what you expect from it. That's that's Aliens VR, the game that got announced and we've never even seen a single screenshot for it. What, what do you think this is going to be like, and, and is it something we should be excited about? Well, I'm definitely going to temper my expectations a little bit given Servius's kind of latest track record. I mean, Creed looks great to be fair, but that's a remake of a, you know, pretty solid um, game that was already on PSVR one. Um, I hope it's good. But like I said earlier, man, you don't know, you, you should really, aside from a, with a couple of exceptions, you don't really want to just assume every, like, you know, something's going to be awesome just because it's a popular IP, just because it's made by a well-known developer with a good reputation. Right. We're just, things have changed where we cannot set ourselves up for that anymore. Uh, you know, in most scenarios, I mean, you know, looking, especially when there are signs like that. I mean, we saw what happened with switchback, um, you know, like Resident Evil 4, if that was converted to VR by Capcom, I'd be pretty confident that that's going to be amazing. Um, and uh, there's another game that will come up probably here in just a minute that I'll say, yeah, like I'm expecting it to be amazing. But yeah. something with, you know, with a, with Servios and their spotty track record and, you know, a big IP like this that historically has not always landed so well, um, I want to be excited, but I'm definitely going to be cautious about it. Yeah, I am 100% in the same boat. Obviously, the, the footage I'm showing right now is from Alien Isolation because there's just nothing else to show you guys right now while we wait for even a single screenshot. But uh, but Serv- Servios has been, I would say, right there with fast travel games. The the studio that I'm most concerned about uh, transitioning from last gen because they just didn't, they seemed like, they both seemed like they were starting off on the most positive foot and then sort of like lost a little bit when it came to quality control over the course of that generation. And so with Alien Isolation, I'm sorry, with Alien VR, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to have some kind of other title other than just Aliens VR. Um, it just, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, right? Because the last, the last big IP that they handled was The Walking Dead, and that was with Onslaught, and it was that just, was a disaster. It, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it was, it was it, a disaster. It was about as, it was about as below average as acceptable gets right like I mean, it's like is it good the reason no. i say disaster is because it was all about multiplayer and they didn't even launch the game with multiplayer it was a disaster yeah uh and uh you know it, this is this is where it gets frustrating sometimes though because you know it's like why do they why do some of these companies and stuff make these decisions like like with switchback it's like you could have just 
you could have just spent all those resources and time remaking and remastering Rush of Blood for PSVR 2, and people would have been 10 times more happy about that, and you probably would have saved a little bit of money. Um, the the decision-making is weird. With this, it's like if this turns, like, you know, like I said, I am kind of optimistic about this, like, because I think, I do think it could be good. Um, like, Serbios, I, I, I think they are really talented developers. So it's, and this is, you know, Alien is like one of my favorite I, IPs of all time. Um, but at the end of the day, like, you know, if, if this does go wrong, it's like, well, why didn't somebody just remaster Alien Isolation? <laughs> like you, you have everything you need. You right. know what people want, and you know, right? You and make it, something else. So that's the that's the uncertainty part about it, right? And we're, we're not dumb. Like the 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 answer to your questions obviously are Sony owns the Rush of Blood IP. Sega is the one who developed uh, Alien Isolation, right? It's like it would take these yeah. studios working with each other to say, "Hey, uh, what what are your thoughts on us doing this?" Uh, whereas like supermassive games didn't have to talk to anybody to make switchback. They used their own IP uh, and they didn't have to, they didn't have to work with Sony at all, really. So, um, so yeah, I, I totally agree though. There are, there are other decisions that make way more sense that seem way more cost effective that gamers actually want. Uh, and so it is a little bit concerning, although I will say Chrome Colossus here, I'm like giving him, pushing him to the front of the line because of his tip, it's relevant. Uh, with the $5 tip says aliens will be a hybrid game that uses unreal, five engine and i think that's encouraging i think it's encouraging yeah. too because it's it's one thing to have a game like the walking dead onslaught that will appeal to vr gamers they're like right i i get to be daryl dixon and run around and, and kill things or whatever and it's just like i get to be in that universe right i get to play a vr game when there's not a whole lot of vr games associated with that franchise right and so i get that but then here we go this game has to be good enough to kind of woo flat screen gamers as well. And there's a ton of aliens games on the flat screen, including isolation. And so it, it hopefully servers understands like exactly the position they're in where it has to not, not only be a good VR game, it just has to be a good game period. So I agree with you. Yeah. Um, a couple more tips before we move on. Uh, Anthony, get in my belly. Game of cat Wilkins with the $5 tip says, wish I was playing PSVR two right now. Uh, Me too. Over the road truck driver. I stay gone for a month plus at a time love the show i use the air quotes because he put quotes in thanks dude yeah man that's that's a long time to be gone i, I don't like leaving my apartment for more than five minutes so my heart goes out to you dude glad you're watching looper the underground game cat with the two euros says have you mentioned cosmo dread yet no but cosmo dread also officially coming to psvr2 uh from white door studios uh the dread halls i try not to okay we're just all that's all we're going to make you do on saturday night live streams now uh it's <laughs> just play Cosmo Dread. And, well, until they get Dread Halls over. Obviously. Um, so wh what else, what else on this list excites you, AJ? What, what? Um, so I know, I, so I was talking about, you know, games with certain reputations or developers with certain reputations. We got to be careful, uh, about getting too excited about things. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I will, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But until then, I'm 100% uh, excited about, and that is Behemoth uh, <laughs> by Skydance Interactive. I mean, like I said, Skydance have proven over and over that they are just in a league of their own um, when it comes to developing fun games and uh, 
and like amazing mechanics and stuff. And this game is like basically everything that I love, which is like, uh, just sounds like a brutal, difficult, dark and, and, uh, medieval just hell that, that like I just cannot wait to, to, to play. And it's made by them. It's like, it's like basically the equivalent of Skydance Interactive, uh, making a, um, Souls, uh, Colossus, Skyrim. And I'm just like, man, that's going to be amazing. Boy, those are some big shoes to fill for a, a studio that hasn't even shown us a single screenshot or any gameplay. Uh, we are really, I mean, really, really hopeful that this cinematic trailer or teaser, uh, is indicative of what the final gameplay will be like. But I agree with you, man. Like to a certain degree, like, you know, we, we've become wary of, uh, Servios. For good reason. We've become wary of a bunch of developers for good reason. But so far, we haven't really had a, a reason to be wary of Skydance. They, they've done nothing but, you know, produce fantastic games. And so if we're going to be wary of studios for a certain reason because of, because of their track record, then we should also be excited for certain studios because of their track record. And I think that's exactly what this trailer, um, for Behemoth does it gives us an idea of what we'll be playing and do if it's anything like the, um, Shadow of the Colossus one of my favorite games on PlayStation 2 and then again on PlayStation 4. This is this is everything I wanted in VR, right? I've wanted I I, I wanted to be climbing up Talnex. I wanted to be climbing up uh Colossi. I wanted to be like there's all these things I've wanted to do in VR since the inception of VR. And I'm wondering if Skydance is going to be the studio to finally bring that shit to my little fingertips and let me finally do it. Yeah, man. I just I have a lot of faith in the studio and like twice now they have completely blown my mind. They've delivered a top three uh, game on both PSVR one and PSVR two. Um, and then, like I said, the setting and everything, the, the theme of the game. Um, <clears throat> but that's not just it, Brian. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a couple more for sure. Um, now when it comes to smaller games uh, or potentially smaller studios and stuff, um, there's also a lot of gems there. And one game I'm really excited about is, Hell sweeper. Um, because, uh, yeah, man, I mean, Devil May Cry is like one of my favorite IPs and games of all time, uh, series. And this game, uh, you know, these, the Hell sweeper comes to us via the developers of Sirento. And that was the closest thing gameplay wise I felt to Devil May Cry. Um, in VR, I mean, jumping up, doing backflips and stuff. The gameplay was just incredible. And, uh, this is, of course, the sequel that looks even better. Yeah. This is whenever somebody goes, Oh, you can't do the things. Like when we had this conversation about Tim Sweeney recently, the CEO of, uh, Epic Games saying, there's just no way to do, uh, Fortnite in VR because of, because of how crazy the, the movement mechanics are. Initial, immediate response. With have you played Sirento, right? Sirento lets you do way crazier things than Fortnite ever has. You get to jump and double jump and wall run and do and do backflips and side flips and I mean it is, it's insane. Like it gives you more freedom of mo- motion and more freedom of uh, of aerial combat tricks than almost any yeah. game I've ever played, including flat screen games. Right? I think you have even more control over your over your crazy movement than even a devil may cry game uh and it's just fun to string all those things together and for people who can handle it in vr being upside down in slow motion and and firing your guns and then throwing your weapons guns down and then grabbing your sword and coming down and slashing your enemy like all in one big foul swoop makes you feel so fucking badass 
that like I can only imagine. And we were doing that with the move controllers, AJ. With the, the move controllers, I was doing a, a backflip <laughs> and I was shooting uh, uh, heads off with a bow and arrow upside down yeah. mid backflip in slow motion. Freaking awesome, man! I hope they really take their time and polish this up. I, you know, I don't want to see another. Um, blurry mess or something that where it's like ah this could have been so good it's like no i please take your time and and make this extremely polished even if it's limited to just like arena combat stuff like i will love this so much yeah i'm gonna how about you brian i'm gonna take a complete left turn right here and talk about a game that you don't expect me to talk about but i'm so happy because you talked about blurry graphics and i'm like we need to rectify the situation that happened on psvr1 with abduction dude so firmament firmament like there's there's something special about the games that Cyan Worlds makes, right? For anyone who grew up in the same time period that I did, Mist was one of those games Mist. that was just transcendent, right? It was it it brought us from um, you know, three and a half inch floppy disks with like, you know, some some kind of cruddy graphics to to the C D ROM uh multimedia generation, right? Where it's like let's let's see what C D ROMs are capable of. And misted it in such an interesting way, uh, incorporating FMV and everything else into it. And like, and the puzzles are so crazy that you really did feel like you were a genius for solving them. Um, and, it, and, it, and for me, it was the last of the generation of games where like you would talk about it with your friends in the schoolyard or anywhere else and being like, Oh, did you discover this? Do you know how to finish this? Blah, 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 blah. The whole thing is, it, it was the last of that for me, right? Cause I was, well, too old to be on a schoolyard at that point, probably, which is, yeah. <laughs> It's like, it depends on your age, right? And, and it's also the beginning of the internet age where, where, where you start looking up, look, instead of being on the uh, playground with your friends, you start looking things up online and, and, and finding out solutions that way and, uh, and, and getting, and getting help from other people online that way. So there's something, there's something special about this, about these games and abduction was just done so poorly, um, I don't know how much of that was PSVR one, how much of that was the OG PS4, how much of that was just Cyan world's dedication to the project. Um, but, but what it comes down to is we finally have another chance here to get a proper Cyan world's game in VR running full resolution. I guarantee it's going to look just as amazing as the, as the high end PC VR versions. This is something I'm really excited about. Like I just want something that's chill and I take my time and I walk around and figure shit out and like, not a lot of VR games let you do that. Most of it's high action, shoot everything in sight. This is something different, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> definitely a big deal to a lot of people. Maybe not one of the the flashiest games that like people that are not interested in VR are going to know anything about or whatever, but um, definitely uh, you know, could be really, really cool, especially for, like you said, those of us who grew up playing Myst or Ribbon or uh, you know, any of the, the Cyan Worlds titles um puzzles puzzles the original the original game that made me hate puzzles <laughs> <laughs> the og um dude i you know i hate to gloss over like a lot of these like we could spend all day talking about yeah. some of these and just how amazing they are um you know obviously it sounds like firewall ultra might be right around the corner and you know as much as i loved as much as i love pavlov i something in like something tell like um says inside me like this could potentially be like much much better mm -hmm. and that's saying a lot yep. because pavlov is freaking amazing um but, but i always felt like 
firewall was you know a really like it was like the classy first person shooter yeah <laughs> um it's, it's also for two completely different audiences right like the 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 pavlov uh audience is people are people who like sandboxes who don't who don't care about progression who don't want to go in and like work their way towards something they just want to go in and have everything accessible to them they want a ton of gameplay modes they just want to like go in and be like hey let's spend an hour or two with my friends and just play a ton of different ways and I think with Firewall, everyone's going to be really surprised with what they end up offering here. Because again, I've said this before, I'm going to make sure I say it one more time, just because I think that no one's listening. This isn't Firewall 1.5. This is a true Firewall sequel. And there is a lot of surprises coming our way. And I think everyone's going to be really fucking excited when they see what this game really offers. So stay tuned on well, that's this That's great, one. because... Yeah, you know, and what I mean by what I said earlier is like Firewall is has always kind of been a little bit more of a mature first person shooter. You know, you find a lot of uh, a lot of you know stuff like Pavlov and uh, other games. They're they're very accessible. They're very social and stuff. Um, like they're designed to just like jump in, have fun. They could be very social. They're great. You know, there could be a lot of kids and stuff in there. And and yeah, Pavlov is surprisingly like a really funny game to play. Yeah, um, a lot of laughs. Like um, what what I think the difference what makes Firewall different is like it's a little bit more mature and a lot it's of tears. Got like <laughs> it's got a great progression system. Yeah. It's got a really really fun game loop and everything. And um, yeah, if they if they pull this off, like yeah, this could be everything. We uh, this could be definitely like the definitive shooter on PSVR two. Yeah, I mean, as Firewall was the definitive shooter on PSVR one. Like it, yes, you know, I mean, for, like not even close. Yeah, for years and years and years, it just dominated. And like, you could go into at the very end of the PSVR one lifespan. I bet you could go in right now, and there are people who haven't upgraded who are, who are still using their aim controller, fucking playing Firewall every single day because that's how it went. It's just amazing community, and uh, and and I, and I think that Firewall Ultra is gonna might might be the point where when, when I say there's an amazing community of Firewall people out there. I don't, I don't think a lot of people understand what that means unless they have played with those people or unless they have talked to those people at length. What that means is that there are people out there who bought a PlayStation VR one, bought firewall and never played anything else. Like they, yeah. they've got their friends that they play four hours of firewall with every single fucking night. And that's what they do with PSVR one. They don't really branch out and play other games. And so I do think that a lot of PSVR twos are going to get sold when firewall ultra comes out because yeah. from that it same was- community is going to migrate over. One of the few I said this before, but like you know, uh, one of the few I, games where it's like it didn't have it, it wasn't attached to a popular franchise or IP, um, but it still was like a like a headset seller and would keep people you know like you said consistently playing, um, and that's what made it very very special. I even could always argue it being like the best considered the best game on PlayStation VR two. I mean, I'm on PSVR one um, with the aim controller and everything. And with just how quality it was with the, with the amount of content that it had and polish um, really, really good stuff. So I, I really hope they pull this off again because uh, we could certainly use something like this on the platform. And um, you know, Brian, like I said, though, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff here, and yeah. you can stop me if I'm if I just end up kind of brushing over some of this stuff. I mean, you know, Ghostbusters looks like it has a lot of potential. It's made by End Dreams, uh, which is what I um, 
you know, am am kind of more excited about than what I've seen from it so far. It's a reason uh, to be also, excited for sure. They're, I they're trust also them. making yeah, they're also making Synapse, which looks really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Lo-Fi, which is a Blair and Alds game that that looks like it could be a really cool sandbox experience. Um, Ghost of Tabor. Elver won't <laughs> shut up about, and I love him for it. Uh, it Ghost of Tabor has a lot of people's interest right now. Um, seems like it's got things. There's some other great stuff, Green Hell VR. But I'll tell you what else. What kind of what is more on topic with with kind of the the headline that you posted today is like the amount of stuff that we don't even know about. Yet. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's there's got to be you know. Even if it's not like endless amounts of of projects, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot. Um, there's going to be so many surprises from from indie developers. There's going to be surprises from sing, single A, double A. We only have, um, but there's like there, we only have what two first party titles from Sony so far. They obviously typically release like just a handful a year at best. Um, Especially starting out, uh, in the first few years, like we'll get like one or two a year. And then like as it goes on and on, we'll get like, you know, two to three, three to four, um, something. The, the first party titles are few and far between, but you know, those are going to be likely some big announcements. The triple A third party titles, uh, that are in development right now. I know of a couple and there's definitely some big ones from some big studios in, in development right now. Um, That'll be really interesting uh, to see, but yeah, man, there's lots of unknowns right now, uh, and and a lot of potential, and I think that's what is the most exciting for me. Whether it's a big known IP or something that is just brand new yep. from a random ass studio, something everywhere here and or something here and there is going to just blow us away, and I can't wait to see what it is. Yeah, agreed. I mean, you know, the, we could we could go on forever about the third party potential. Right. All the, all the studios that Sony could be talking to, uh, asking them, Hey, you know, we'll throw some money your way. If you make this amazing game that you're working on, you, this triple A title, this single A title, if you make this game compatible with PlayStation VR 2, we'll, we'll throw some money your way. We could talk about that stuff endlessly, right? And the potentials there are endless. The potentials, potential there is endless. Um, and so, but, but, but the real mystery, I think, really is what's happening internally at Sony with, they've got like 23 first party studios. And some of them, like Insomniac, like Naughty Dog, are so big that they're currently working on multiple projects at the same time. And it would we'd be ridiculous not to think that there were a couple exclusive VR titles that are just made for PSVR 2. More than that, I would say more would be, more likely would be uh, hybrid games. You know, there's been rumors about a new Wipeout game that's going to be for PSVR 2 and flat screen, a new Twisted Metal game that's going to be for PSVR 2 and flat screen, a new horror game that... Uh, I, I believe Fire Sprite's working on that would be flat screen and PSVR two. Like, there's there's so many games being worked on, and, and, and I think Sony is about to show us how much they actually care about VR to put anyone's fears to rest, right? Because first party about support. To show us. Well, what I, do you mean about to show us? What I mean, what I mean is that like, if anybody had any lingering fears, still even after the launch of PSVR two, dude, you know how many number, you know how many people were like, oh yeah, Village, but I already played it in flat screen, so it doesn't count. Oh, Gran Turismo, but I played it in flat screen, so it doesn't count. I was like, first of all, you're a fucking moron because those games are so much better in VR, and uh, also it counts for the rest of us who were patient 
excuse me, patient, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, you go, well, oh, and you hear, yeah. you hear a lot of the people now saying, you know, some people played the flat version, played the VR version. They loved both, and they were, like, really excited. And, yeah, I mean, I've definitely had a few people be like, oh, my God, like, I should have waited. And I was like, I told you. We tried to tell you. I know we were over here in our little bubble, uh, and we weren't, like, you know, saying, you know, wait for the VR version. Um but but yeah, man, getting to experience these games for the first time in VR is incredible, <laughs> um, especially like a story driven adventure like this. It's like you, you got to experience it for the first time in VR. Yeah, uh, we get two tips and then we're going to wrap this discussion up with uh, with with a, we're going to take a little bit of a turn. More sirens at my end. Uh, Frost, the behemoth cat, who coincidentally is one of our friends who's working on behemoth and, and try as I might, AJ. Try as send me my money, Dan. Try my money. <laughs> try as I might. The, the, the dude, uh, the dude won't reveal any secrets. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. No. I'm like, come on, man, just a screenshot. He's like, no. no. Uh, <laughs> so he says. Uh, so if you have a flat version of a VR game with lots of movement, does that count as supporting players that are more prone to motion sickness? I, d- releasing your game as oh, so this is interesting, right? Because I, th- I, I'm wondering if this is what Dan's talking about. He's saying. Um, if you're, cause, cause so frequently we no. talk about, we talk about flat screen games that are also playable in VR. And I think what Dan's trying to allude to are, is the potential to have a VR game that's made for VR. That's also playable on the flat screen. Well, I mean, you could look at it that way. Technically, you could be like, oh, and if you get sick, then you can still enjoy the thing. But but I think if you're taking away the VR, then you're not really making a comfort option for VR. Like it's like it's like Resident Evil 4. Uh like let's say hypothetically they released the full campaign first person mode and and you just can't do it. It would be cool if they could do like a third person mode that was comfortable for people to play in third person and get to still be immersed in that world um, as a third person option. um, I would think that I think that to me more falls in the line of like trying to, you know, support motion sickness people. Motion sickness <laughs> does that sound bad I, th- I think dan's just secretly trying to tell us that behemoth is also going to be playable on the flat screen moving on um we also got a tip from travis rollins ten dollar tip and it's an emoji of sunglasses this is this is a description when you copy and paste it into notepad this is the description of the emoji emoji sunglasses perpetually fall onto video game controllers proud face that sounds like one fucking messed up uh english translation but thank you travis and thank you dan we appreciate your tips it's a badass little emoji all right man so moving on and getting away from games for a second uh we talked about how what we probably just experienced was a soft launch that yeah getting closer to holiday 2023 will be more of sony's proper launch psvr2 we talked about a lot of games that are coming a lot of things that we're waiting to hear about now, the question is, the big question, I think, on most people's minds is when are we going to hear about these things, right? We've said the state of plays exist, a showcase, which we haven't seen in over a year and a half. We're going to be getting close to two years by the time we see one. That should exist. Um, I mean, 
we can probably ignore blog posts <laughs> because we always get those. But um, <laughs> and then there's like things like Summer Games Fest. Now that E3 is officially canceled, uh, Summer Games Fest yeah. is probably where we'll see things uh, outside of a official Sony event. Um, so if you were Sony, which we're all very thankful you're not, what are you though? I mean, are you really? <laughs> I, I I go back and forth. If I was, you'd have. Well, never mind. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you do. Let's just say you do wish I was Sony. Brian. I mean, you do. Wish I was Sony. I, I, I feel. I feel like we'd get a lot cooler games and shit. <laughs> we'd be. We'd be hell broke. But hey, the gamers would be so happy. Like we. We would definitely have Bioshock <laughs> VR by now. But, probably would have Bioshock. You'd have so many other things. But too. but Sony would be bankrupt. <laughs> But they would be bankrupt yeah. and in debt. So we're, we're glad you're not running Sony. But uh, so what, what, do you, what do you see? We're, we're in April, which means we're a good chunk of the way through the year already, man. We've, we've, we've gotten through a third of 2023, a third, January, March. No, there's 12 months in a year, a quarter of 2023 already. How much longer do we wait? Like how, you know, the, the buzz of PSVR 2's awesome launch can only get us so far. You know, Gran Turismo, yeah, amazing. Village, yeah, amazing. Call of the Mountain, depending on who you are. If you're not AJ, amazing. There's that only gets you so far. People need to know what's coming down and uh, down the line, and that's you know really the focus of this entire episode. When, how long do they wait before telling us what the roadmap is like? Well, it's interesting because they haven't even you know we they did the announcement for Spider-Man Two, which is I think their next biggest game coming out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Spider-Man Two and Wolverine um, are two big ones. We know that there's like 25 games or something in development, and um, it it seems like, you know, I still feel like there's a little bit of breathing room because they just released PSVR 2. They just released, you know, Resident Evil 4 just came out. You got to let these things breathe a little bit. But I do think it, I do feel like it's maybe going to drag out for a little bit. And then, and then we'll get some kind of new state of play thing, whatever. But, um, you have to feel like, especially with the the vanishing of E3, you have to feel like kind of everything's going to be the most excitement, the most the biggest announcements. Everything's going to be happening around summertime. Is kind of how I'm feeling. Or they could try to get a little bit ahead of that and and hit hit us with something before summer. Um, but I don't know. I I feel like. The, the cards are really in their hands to to do whatever they want. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if um, maybe one spring event and then one summer event at most. You said you said the vanishing of E and I was like, he's gonna say the vanishing of Ethan Carter. How, how, how does how does this play into anything? The vanishing of Ethan Carter. Um three <laughs> Carter. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I, I, I just don't, I don't think, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the reasons we haven't seen a Sony showcase. Uh, one might just be because they weren't ready to start showing things off, right? You know, they learned a long time ago not to show all your cards because otherwise you won't have anything to talk about for the next three and a half years, which is a problem. Um, but, but the same token, by the same token, uh, I'm, I'm concerned that the reason that they haven't shown anything off is because, is because of the Microsoft deal, right? Sony is, like, I, 
what, what's yeah. what's the expression cutting off your leg to split your foot or something like that like i feel oh, like oh man julius says this to me all the time like break your nose despite your face or something yeah sure that that's that's probably what i'm thinking <laughs> of and it, and, it, and it seems like that's what they're doing like they're they're downplaying their own company they're downplaying their own games and they're saying t- and they're saying whatever needs to be said in order to make this microsoft deal not go through and i'm actually wondering if that's why the showcase isn't happening, right? Because, because they don't care how much damage they do to their own brand as long as long term they get what they want. And so it, they might have to suffer a little damage short term, you know, by talking shit about their own <laughs> studios and saying, we can't survive without blah, blah, blah. We're going to be in the last place without blah, blah, blah. And, and then, and, and then not even doing a showcase in order to make, make it seem like they need Call of Duty and Activision and all this stuff on their side. And so I, I do, th- I do think that that could play a part in it, which means we might not see a showcase again from Sony this year. I don't know how long it's going to take for this whole thing to go through. Yeah, that would be really interesting if that has anything to do with it. Um, that would suck, but that's how business is sometimes. Like, so I, I, you know, I don't like it. I don't agree with it, but I understand why it would happen that way. Um, it's, uh, but yeah, I don't know. At this point, it seems like it's definitely going through though. So it's like, well, all that for nothing. Um, yeah. It, it obviously didn't help, like, didn't really do anything to help their chances. But I don't think they damaged their reputation. I don't think they hurt themselves. PS5s are selling at an insanely uh, rapid pace. And, uh, you know, they've obviously got tons of IP and stuff to work with uh, in the future and develop. And, you know, their reputation is fine. Their their business is doing well. So yeah. uh, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I we, we don't need to get into a whole discussion about whether the deal should go through or whether it shouldn't go through I, or, or anything like that, because that's a discussion for a whole nother day. And I think I think we probably already had a bunch of them, to be honest with you. Um I, I feel like it's more so that, you know, we had a global pandemic that we went through and that delayed, you know, a lot of stuff, um, you know, and I, I feel like that's been the majority of the reason um, with the waiting thing. But yeah, apparently there's confusion. I think Matthew Longo is confused about everything I've ever said in my entire life. He thinks that I don't understand the the importance of Call of Duty. And, that, and I think that's completely inaccurate. I think the importance of – it's weird how a few select games are so important. In, in a world where we have thousands upon thousands of developers making hundreds of thousands of video games, like it's crazy that whoever owns Call of Duty uh, is going to – is at least going to be the most important uh, manufacturer of consoles for the foreseeable future. I, I don't expect that to be 10 years from now. I do expect it to be the next few years. Same goes for Grand Theft Auto. When Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out, if uh, if it's not on a Sony platform or if it's not on an Xbox platform, that's going to make a huge difference in the console wars, right? Which is also why I think that Sony needs Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto on PlayStation VR 2, right? That That's what we've been saying for a long time. Like, put, fucking put your eggs in the right basket. Another expression that I think I'm really screwing up here. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, but put your eggs in the basket of Fortnite, in in the basket of Call of Duty, and also put your eggs in the in the in the uh, the what's the other one? Grand Theft Auto basket, right? You don't you don't need a ton of amazing games. Oh you just need goodness. the important games on your platform so that people will buy it and realize 
Grand Theft Auto, still want to drive down the street in first person, one hand on the wheel, one hand out the window with a fucking handgun, just popping motherfuckers as I drive. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. It's important shit. So that's a quite, quite an interesting roadmap we figured out over the course of an hour and 50 minutes, AJ. Good Lord. Good Lord. You- all, all I know is that the launch has been amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm still playing tons, shit tons of amazing games. Oh, my God. And, and yeah, just like like I'm literally borderline getting burnt out by how many games I'm playing, but I'm also having lots of fun. I'm And I'm getting burnt out from personal life bullshit, too. But um I hear you, man. But no, it has been it has been amazing. I love my headset so much, and yeah, this was definitely a just a recap. Definitely feels more like a soft launch. Um, the headset is amazing. There was lots of games over forty. I have forty three games in my library right now, yeah. uh, and I don't even own all of them. Um, and at least like twenty of them are like awesome, if not must plays. Um, and this is just the beginning, man. If just to see what they were able to do at the beginning, like you said, this is one of the best launches ever for any gaming device ever. Because like if you took imagine PS5 launching with Resident Evil Village, Gran Turismo 7, and then like a you know, a bunch of really high quality uh other games as well, like that's a big deal. So um amazing launch and really the best is not is like has yet to come like for a long time now like it's just wow it's it's hard to even fathom like how amazing this is gonna be we haven't even seen the most exciting shit we are gonna see yet yeah and this is and this is what we've what we're calling the soft launch the fact that that something bigger is coming along that potentially sony is announcing more first party games they're announcing triple a hybrid partnerships with third parties that they're who knows what the fuck is happening with half-life alex right all all of this is potentially in the cards for for just a few months from now so very exciting times we live in my friends we have the best headset on the market best best uh gaming the best developers behind behind it and the uh and the best manufacturer behind it um very very happy that psvr2 has turned out to be everything that we wanted it to be and more and with that, it will. And with yes. that, <laughs> it's time to play PSVR twenty questions because we gotta wrap this thing up, man. I got I got a Creed review to finish. Uh, so, dude, let's do this thing. Um, you are the host today because I was the host, like I think, all last week. Um, so, uh, hopefully, you have a PSVR game set and ready to go. I might, I, or maybe a PSVR two game. It's not. It's not. I might is not promising, but let's do this thing. I'm going to need everybody's help in the chat. Uh, here's how it works. AJ's got a game in his head. We have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game he's thinking of uh, in only six minutes, which again is the the harder part of this. Let's do this. On your mark, get devs, go. Um, is this game on or has it been announced for PSVR 2? This game is on or has been announced for PSVR 2. Okay, excellent. Was this game also on PSVR 1? This game was also on PSVR 1. Okay, PSVR 1 and 2. Is there any rhythm element to this game? There is no Hmm. rhythm element to this game, Brian. 
is the primary thing you're doing in this game shooting? The primary thing of this game you are doing is not shooting. Oh, Brian. okay. Not shooting. Okay. Not rhythm, not shooting. It's not Beat Saber because it's not rhythm-based. It's not Tetris Effect because it's not rhythm-based. Uh, did this game... Oh, shit, 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 shit. Um, PSVR 1 and PSVR 2, that already limits everything considerably. Um, or does it? Yes. <laughs> uh, is, it, is this game about melee combat by any chance? Um, it's kind of about melee combat. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say when somebody, I wouldn't say that defines this game. All right. So guys, it's not Gorn. It's not a swordsman because those are exclusively melee. Uh, Nautilus Ryan is asking if it's puzzle based. Uh, Yes. Ish. There's puzzles in it puzzles in it okay hold on hold on hold on did you have to pay for this upgrade or did you have to repurchase this on psvr2 by any chance if you own the psvr1 version that's two different questions yeah exactly did you have to do do you yes or no i can only give a yes or no answer right do you have to do do you either have to pay for this upgrade or repurchase the game entirely either one of those things yes or no Either one of those, pay for the upgrade or repurchase. You, you know how you say, uh, does yes. this game have robots, yes. dinosaurs? Yes. But yes. it's the same kind yes. of question. The, the answer to your question is yes. All right, that eliminates like vacation sim and puzzle uh, and uh, what's it called sim, uh, job sim. But, but it leaves open. Does this game the upgrade path? Is this game uh, made by Polyarch. This game. Is perhaps made by Polyarch, Ooh, Brian. Is this game a sequel? Oh, shit. This game, Brian, is an amazing, glorious sequel. Is this game Moss Book 2? This game is the amazing Moss Book 2, Brian, because I had to give it some love because Moss Book 2 is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I love this game so much. Check out my little quill. Oh, hold on. Let me Check get full screen. Little... There you are. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dude. No, for real. So, you know, like how there's lots of games that, uh, you know, they got like upgrades or whatever. And they weren't, you know, some of them that we were expecting to be really good. You know, we expected every single upgrade to be like amazing. Like, oh, the same game, but with next gen features. Some of those games didn't pan out that way. Uh, but um, Moss Book 2 and Moss Book 1, for, uh, for that matter as well, are absolutely amazing. I've been playing um, the shit out of both them again, or um, been playing the second one again. And, dude, it's it's so good. Like, I know there's a thing with the, uh, you know, no no upgrade path thing for it. But, man, I cannot recommend this game enough. If you love just a quality game this game is so freaking like rich and good with the graphics the gameplay the music the soundtrack is so good the haptics are great um 
such an incredible game, Brian. And that's why I have chosen Moss Book 2 as my game today. What was um the the bundle? For anyone who didn't play Moss Book 1 or 2, the thing is, is like I, I understand anybody's like frustration or anger out there who bought Moss Book 1 or 2 and didn't have a clear upgrade path and they like, have to repurchase the games or anything like that. But for anyone who didn't buy Moss Book 1 or 2 and this is, or this is their first time getting into VR or anything like that, uh, the fact that they've got this game, these two games bundled, this is just like the Skydance conversation we had about, um, about Chance of Sinners Chapter 1 and 2. Amazing, amazing value. Uh, the fact is, is if you haven't played these games before, getting them bundled together, what is it, for 50 bucks? Both games? 40. So, 40 for you both. get both games for the, for what they charge for Moss Book 2 at launch. So, this is, this is an amazing deal. Um, I, and I gotta be honest, have not had a chance to check these out. Um, but I, I would like to do an episode soon where we where we go through all the PSVR one games uh, that got brought up to PSVR two, maybe rank them in terms of like the who, which ones got the best upgrades. So I'm definitely gonna be yep. playing this soon in order to figure that out. Twitcher in the chat says, "Fuck Polyarch." <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? It's like what, one one dude in the back is just like, "Fuck Polyarch." <laughs> I love it, man. Dude, no, they they did an incredible job with this port, and um, like I said, yeah, it's. It's like uh, it's just such a great feeling getting to play through it again, and it's the soundtrack and the new headphones. Like you know, I got the Pulse headphones now, and the music is so good. Like it's just so good, man. I love this game so much. You know how much I love this game, um, and I love it even more now on PSVR too. I do, in fact, know how much you love this game because you've never shut up about it for years. <laughs> But I thank you for being here, my friend, and thank you, everybody, who's been hanging out. Make sure you subscribe to AJ over at PSVR Underground. Click the link in the description below. Also, join us over on Discord, uh, where not only these conversations like this happen, but also GameCap meetups. Uh, plenty of people getting together, playing things like Pavlov, playing things like the Sunday multiplayer games. Um, just, just get over there. Join the Discord so that when uh, the Sunday multiplayer game gets announced, you're already there, and you just have to check in and be part of it. it happens every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, but thank you, everybody, who helps this channel run. All my awesome co-hosts, the moderators out there who are kicking ass, taking names, Jamie Meow, who gets this thing up on podcast services of your choice. And thank you guys for listening to it. Can't imagine. Without the trailers, this, this must be boring. Um, but also... Uh, uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who puts timestamps into this after the fact. Uh, everybody out there who supports the channel financially, wh- whether that means being a member over here on YouTube, Patreon supporter over on patreon.com slash without pearl games, everyone who hangs out in the chat, who tips here, keeps the pizza coming, everyone who talks helps during 20 questions. Everybody who sits back and watches the show and doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. It's Monday, AJ. Can I cue the cap? Cue the motherfucking cap, Brian, because I want to say have a great night to awesome Tatum, who says, okay, pizza time, starving, creed tonight, baby, secrets of, so good to see, says, looking forward uh, to the Jurassic Park dream soon. Ooh, I got some bad news about that, my friend. <laughs> he must not have heard. Uh, yeah, that got... Uh, a cease and desist order. Dan, the Game Cat Pajamas. Thank you so much, man. Nihilus Ride the Game Feline. I promise you I will play more Unplugged and get back to you and let you know how it is. In the meantime, play Moss Book 2 like you need to get to. Uh, Mark Pringles Leaf. Thanks so much, man. Legendary in the house tonight. Says Thumper on VR, VR2 is fire, 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 fire. I agree, Legendary. It's so good. Um... Go D, damn it, go D. We have to say <laughs> names. Later, cats. 
going to be gone for surgery. Go D, damn it. Go no. D. Uh, good luck with your surgery, my friend. I hope it goes well. We'll be sending awesome vibes your way. And uh, if you're stuck in the hospital, feel free to hit me up on Discord or something. And uh, if you need to talk and somebody and you're bored uh twitcher the single player game cat uh love you too my friend although why do you hurt me why do you hurt me sometimes <gasps> you know who doesn't hurt me scott jessica psn hair fell psvr game cat for life my dude says it's 1 a.m so uh <laughs> i was gonna sing something but never mind it's 1 a.m 1 a.m i must uh, be lonely <laughs> Is, is that what you're oh, gonna sing? Yeah, I was I was gonna maybe sing that, but then uh, I decided not so to. So glad and you didn't, but I'm so was. upset that I did. Emily Baxter hashtag the cartooning game which getting something says cue the soft launch cat. I like it. Mako, nice. thank you so much. Just don't forget to like. Yes, hit the thumbs up. We never remember to say that, so I'm glad you guys are there to remind us to say that. Guys, said fist bump to you, Mr. Musicality, the game cat. Mark you, the game cat. Dude, co-leader, default from bro, the game cat. Uh, good to see you, man. Pete Neon, love it, man. Rudy, the game cat, Army General. Uh, Ace Bill VR, my dude. Izzard, good to see all of you guys. Thank you for... Uh, for uh hanging out tonight mm-hmm. and besides david the game cat runs kill artist won the dream weaver game cat we've got akaviro akavario uh sending us off tonight and says have fun and use all the holes that's what i said i mean that's what they were made for to be used <laughs> <laughs> what's 